This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Joining me on the phone today is Scott Tournay, who is with Electric Voodoo. How are you today, Scott? I'm great. This is awesome. You are going to be bringing your band to Ram's Head on stage on August 29th at 8 p.m. The doors will open at 7 for one show. And I am pretty jealous because you're coming from San Diego and everything about San Diego, in my opinion, is really cool and worth seeing. So we're really kind of done here. We have nothing else to say. Just go get your tickets. I'll see you on Sunday, the 29th. Ramsheadonstage.com is where you need to go. And uh, we're done, right? Uh, But San Diego is such an amazing town. And uh, how do you love it out there? I do love it. I um, Yeah, I moved here like... 12 years ago or so and that's where i formed electric voodoo and where i've been kind of uh, operating but um the past year i actually moved to maryland oh with my wife brought up in maryland huh. where where, where did you move we are currently in westminster okay uh, in Carroll County, and um, and we're uh, looking to settle in around uh, Cockeysville. Oh, very nice. So you do know the area. Awesome. I do, yeah. I played a festival with uh, my old band and uh, and actually my old solo band. That's cool. That's cool. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about Electric Voodoo. And you're classified as a world beat rock and roll band out of San Diego, and you know, we live in a world of vague terms anymore, it seems. But what does world beat rock and roll mean to me? Yeah, that's I mean, best I can. Us incorporating rhythms and drums in music of West Africa, uh, particularly Nigeria. And this artist, Fela Kuti, who they called the African James Brown. And that's um, a specific style that we, we incorporate and love. Also have um, a lot of inspiration from kind of Latin music. South America, and we have a horn section, and so we we have that. And then, with my history, I kind of come more from an American rock and roll singer songwriter perspective, and we kind of uh, marry all those ingredients. So that's kind of the world beat. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I know I've listened to some of your stuff. I was checking out on uh, your YouTube channel and everything else. And actually, folks, you want to go to electricvoodoo.com. It is not spelled like it sounds. You switch that first C with a K, and that's what will take you to it. It's E-L-E-K-T-R-I-C, voodoo.com. And you can really get a glimpse of it. I mean, when I was listening to it, I mean, I'm here, and I, and I really hate to say, oh, well, you sound just like, you know, Elton John or Eric Clapton. I mean, I'm sure you, as a singer and a songwriter, you hate to hear that. But, I mean, I'm hearing blends of, you know, some guitars, sort of Santana-ish. The flaming lips are in there a little bit. I'm hearing a little bit of, like, Ray Manzarek from The Doors. Um, you know, with some synthesizer and, but it's definitely a, a danceable, listenable, great sound that you've got. And it's unique. It's not something that I can really pigeonhole myself. And that's sort of why I asked about what, what the hell world beat rock and roll is. Yeah. I mean, we're just trying to do something to bring something kind of new to it or to combine some elements in a way that no one has before. Well, I think you've kind of done, kind of done that. Now you are touring in release or in support of your new album, Telescope, right? That's right. How did how did it, uh, tell me about the album? Um, it, we put a lot of energy into it. I, I spent the better part of a year writing the songs. I wrote like fifty songs um, over that over the course of that time, and I kind of pitched them all to the band, and then we kind of narrowed down on what we thought like the best. Then we rehearsed it really intensely for like three months, 
played a couple shows and then we went right to the studio and we recorded it live in a big, beautiful studio in San Diego um, with kind of minimal overdubs and minimal kind of computer editing. Nice. Now, is, it, is this all done in the middle of a pandemic? This was done before the pandemic. We actually recorded in February of 2020. And, um, you know, we're all teed up to go out on summer tour. Right, right. Park, park, park the bus. We're not going. Oh, my gosh. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we just had this record for a year um, and just have been Zooming with each other and kind of talking about what we want to do and when we want to put it out. And uh, so this, that's now it's finally happening. Wow. Well, well, I, w- I want to get a little bit into your history, but not too, too much. But you were a co-founder of Grace Potter and the Nocturnals back in, I guess, 2003, 2004. And, um, you know, you left them in 2015 and over a decade saw incredible successes and you know, pretty much were riding the wave. And now you've got Electric Voodoo, which is a new band for you, relatively. I mean, you've been around for a couple of years and obviously you've got an album and whatnot, but and I know it's got to be hard to start any band, just like any endeavor. You know, it takes a lot of grunt work and everything else. Are you enjoying building up again from the ground, something new and exciting? Or is this more of a chore? Oh, I love it. Uh, it's kind of exciting. It's like um, if you ever watch like any like music biopic, right, of like Johnny Cash or, you know, whoever, Elvis. And it's like the, the, the most exciting and fun part of the movie is always like the first 70 percent you know, before the big crash. (laughs) Right, 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 right. The the rise, the rise up in a lot of ways is kind of like the best part, even though sometimes, you know, that's when like it takes sacrifice and it's more work or, you know, um, but there's something exciting about that. And yeah, I'm enjoying it. I mean, you know, there's times when it's hard. I've I've had to work really hard and do stuff I didn't have to do with uh, Grace Potter and the Nocturnals for sure, like carrying my own gear. I, I hear I hear you there. I hear you there. That's for sure. Well, I mean, Grace Potter was founded up in Vermont and you're now in San Diego. So, I mean, I'm thinking that's probably like the furthest away from Vermont you can possibly get in the United States, or at least in the continental United States. But how did how did you get from one end of the country to the other? That's where my beautiful wife was living at the time. Um, then just my girlfriend. Um, There's always a woman behind it, isn't there? Definitely is to take me to the other the far other side of the country. Uh, and it was a nice contrast. I grew up in Vermont and Northern New York um, is where we actually founded Grace Bond and the Nocturnals um, at St. Lawrence University. And um, and then we moved to Vermont and because um, Grace and I were both from there. So yeah, um, I didn't didn't, yeah. didn't realize that so it was a nice contrast of um, after all those cold winters, you know, to live like with palm trees and sunny skies all year round. It was incredible. That's for sure. Now, now, did you go to St. Lawrence? I did not, but um, living there and I was teaching there, actually. Um, I had just graduated from Goddard College in Vermont and I was uh, teaching up there. Oh, okay. So um, what, what, did you, what did you study in school? Uh, music, composition, mainly. Okay, so you didn't get too far away. It's not like, uh, gosh, I, I'm trying to remember who I spoke with that. Um, I, I can't remember. He's in music. He's doing really well, but he, you know, he studied like automobile engineering. Uh, and, and it might think Ray Parker Jr. or somebody like that, that had gone in, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, yeah, this is great. I guess, uh, you know, you're, Hey mom, dad, I'm going to go, uh, be a musician. Oh, great. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Luckily I'm good at one thing pretty much. So I haven't had that alternative, uh, option. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Well, for, 
For, for those that are jumping in here, we're speaking with Scott Tournay, who is with Electric Voodoo. He is the lead singer, the lead songwriter, the band leader. There's all sorts of names. He's the roadie, too, we found out. But with Electric Voodoo, <laughs> who's going to be at Ramshead on stage on Sunday, August 29th at 8 p.m. And you can get your tickets at ramsheadonstage.com. And you can go see Scott at electricvoodoo.com, E-L-E-K-T-R-I-C, voodoo.com. But if I get a question for you, we've... If you ran into, and you know Annapolis, I guess, since you live down in the area, you've probably been here before, but if you were strolling down the street and you ran into somebody and said, hey, you know, I'm thinking about going to this show at Ramshead on the 29th, but I don't know, maybe I just go hang out at the city dock and watch the boats go up and down, and you had to seal the deal, what song off of Telescope are you telling them to listen to? And I realize that the album hasn't been released just yet, but... What one, what one really shows off Electric Voodoo for you? Uh, for me, uh, the fourth song on the record called Cross That Line um, is kind of the, the, the song that stands out that's just kind of um, beyond, beyond a song. Um, it's more like a seven-minute minute extravaganza that goes into all different areas, and it's, it's more like a composition than kind of a, a singer-songwriter song, so to speak. You were searching for an What are you most proud of on this album? I mean, this is, I mean, creating an album is old school for you. Uh, I mean, you've been doing it for decades, which probably makes you sound older than you are, but um, you, you, know, you know the drill. But what, what really stands out for you on Telescope to say, man, you know, we really hit, hit it out of the park there? I think because uh, how much energy and work, you know, we put into it. Like anything in life, I think if you if you really, you know, put in the hours, it, it goes, you you know, you can see that whether it's building a house or, you know, cooking something. It's like, you know, you really got into the nitty gritty details and put a lot of energy into it. So I think that and then also that we recorded it live as a band in this day and age of everyone kind of um, recording things one thing at a time and fixing it with the computer you know i think we really did it like for real like actual musicians playing together well i did see the video on your website and and it it sounds it sounds it sounds real it sounds natural i mean there's some of them do sound so overproduced and and perfect and i'm not saying that it's not perfect but i mean it it just sounds so exact and i think you guys you guys nailed it yeah that's kind of what our band is about as well. You know, I mean, the original mission for me in a way was to do a kind of non-computer based like dance band, you know, because I was seeing so much like so many DJs around and, and that's become such a thing, which is fine. That can be cool. But there's also something that's cool about like human beings like making you dance. Like you think about like James Brown, you know, Sly Stone, uh, Santana, like early Santana. Um, like those bands were amazing to dance to, you know, and, and I was starting to feel like that was maybe becoming a lost art in the face of all the DJs. You know, it's so funny when you talk about the DJs, I, uh, there was a woman I was dating and we, she was a big fan of EDM and there's a DJ called BT. And actually I think he's from Maryland originally too, but he was playing at a club in DC and she said, Oh, you got to see him. You got to see him. He's great. He's great. He's great. And I'm like, okay, great. This is something that I hadn't seen. It wasn't my genre of music, if you will. And we get there and he's up there in the booth and he's got his MacBook up there and he's just 
you know, looks like he's working the trackpad and every now and then he pumps his fist in the air. The crowd goes wild and the thing is just filled with beats. And I'm like, this is all he does. You know, I, I mean, it's, and, and I get there's, you know, there's talent and there's, there's skill and everything else involved in that. Um, but I'm, I'm like, this is, it's, it's all a computer that's making the, you know, the sounds that is, is, is putting it together in the beats. And I, I just never really, never really got that. I mean, I do appreciate when a band gets up on stage, I know when my kids were younger, they would go to the warp tour and I would go over there with them. And my son was always like, Oh dad, why are you here? And I said, because I like to listen to the music and I don't necessarily appreciate all of the music. I don't like all the music, but I can appreciate the talent that went into it. And it exposes me to something new, which is, uh, you know, really what the name of the game is. I think when it's is music, I mean, if you can discover something new that you like and at least experience it, that's, what you've got to do, but live music is just, you know, perform, you know, with, with guitars where you can hear the fingers sliding down the strings where you can, you know, it, there's nothing to, nothing can beat that. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it all, you know, I do like to keep an open mind because it's like, I think in every element or genre or DJ, you know, EDM or DJs, like there's true artists and there's, it's, it's amazing in its own right. You know, but it was more of just like the trend of like, just like that techno beat everywhere you went that was, you know, programmed or looped, looped from a computer. Whereas like, it's just nice to hear a real drummer, you know, or like having two percussionists and a real drummer playing together is, is powerful, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. Hey, as, as a songwriter, what come what comes to you first? Is it the lyrics or is it the music? Do you write the, the lyrics for the music or the music for the lyrics or does it vary? I almost always write the music before the lyrics. Personally, um, I even when I listen to music, I listen to the music before I listen to the lyrics and the story. Um, that's just the way I I hear it. Um, but I. I research this a lot and a lot of um, writers write the same way I do which is like music and then you kind of like hum a melody you know just an idea that's kind of almost gibberish but then kind of out of that comes words uh, and then you have to kind of fit things rhythmically like with syllables you know figuring that out and stuff um, and then like that the finishing the song is, is the hardest part <laughs> making it make sense right right yeah I mean I mean, because lyrics can just be, and, and music too, both can be just so powerful, um, you know, to sit there and, you know, either listen to the lyrics and go, oh my gosh. Yeah. And uh, as, as well as music, it can, it can totally move you as well. Oh yeah, definitely. It's very emotional. That's for sure. Well, you know, earlier I joked about all things in San Diego being cool, but you know, Annapolis is a cool little town too. And we got water just like San Diego. We don't have, well, yeah, we got a couple ships too. We got a couple of Navy ships and everything else, but um, you've been here before, right? I love Annapolis. Yeah, I've okay. played at the Ramshead uh, with Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. We played there like early, very early on, like probably 2004, maybe 2005. Um, played a few shows there. Do you have any, uh, I mean, if you've had a chance to be here at all with, you know, when you're out in Westminster, but do you have any favorite haunts that you like to... Yeah, I, um, when you're here, I mean... I just bought an amplifier from Garrett Park Guitars. Yep, up there on Solomon's Island Road. Yeah, I got a beautiful Fender Princeton Reverb 1971 amplifier, and they were all gentlemen there. And so that's uh, now my uh, a nice favorite local guitar shop. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, I'll tell you, Electric Voodoo is going to be at the Rams Head on August 29th. Ramsheadonstage.com is where you need to go to get tickets. 8 p.m. showtime, 7 p.m. doors. Tickets are available now. I'll go get them now. And Scott, I thank you very much for your time today. We are speaking with Scott Tournay, and he is the lead singer, guitar Band leader, wrote, like I said, roadie, um, <laughs> you know, probably, probably the light designer and the, you know, choreographer, the whole whole nine yards for the uh, for electric voodoo. I'm also the groupie. <laughs> the, the group. <laughs> That's right. Right. When he went, when, when he's done his set, he's going to hop off stage and, <laughs> and start throwing things up there. That's <laughs> That's fantastic. Well, I'll tell you, I am going to be at the show. I think it's, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it again on Sunday, the 29th. I will make sure that I stop and say hello to you and we uh, put voices with faces and everything else. And I, yeah. I'm presuming you'll be, how long are you going to be in town for? You just, you're, I know that's at the end of this little tour that you've got. You're just getting ready to start. Yeah, that's pretty much where we're going to end tour. And then I'm going to drive home to my own house and sleep in my own bed after that gig. So I'm looking forward to it. I have some friends and family there. You know, being on the road, that's got to be one of the best feelings in the world is to get into your own bed. Definitely is. Scott Tournay, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me.
has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.